Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Welcome to the Yanis Gikima Show. Uh, this today, afternoon, morning, wherever you are listening from, I am so indeed grateful that you could spare some time to join me today. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about the material I have for you today. But as you know, the show is a, a combination of thought-provoking and encouraging messages put together to, uh, to help you grow your conscious awareness of who you are, who you are created to be so you can have and serve more people. Now, earlier this year, 2021, it's, we are in week number eight of the year. Can you believe it? I started a series of, uh, and, uh, that I entitled The Science and the Art of Goal Setting and Goal Achieving. We went, I went into detail uh, discussing a few things, quite a number of things actually, um, uh, about your conscious mind, your subconscious, your feelings and your thoughts and so on and so forth and the purpose of a goal. And, and so far, uh, last week I started off and, 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 I, and I made you a promise and I said, I'm going to do my best to put together the universal laws, universal laws so that you can work with them to achieve and deliver your goal. So today is going to be law number one, which is the law of vibration upon which the law of attraction is attached. Now, if you've missed some of those previous shows, uh, check me out on Podbean, uh, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and other social media platforms. Follow me on Facebook. Ask questions. Let us engage with this material. Before I share with you what I have for you today, let us look at the quote of the day. It says, uh, it is from an, a man called Reverend Ike. Okay, he passed away uh, a number of years ago. He says, this may surprise or even shock you, but you have the God-given power to make up and create in your mind whatever good you desire. Listen to this again. This may surprise or even shock you, but you have the God-given power to make up and create in your mind whatever good you desire. What a wonderful, powerful word there. If you just chew on that, alone it has power it contains enough information right there to start changing the course of your life you can already tell i'm excited right when i was preparing myself for this material i came across challenges people asking and i'm speaking now from a christian perspective people asking whether the law of vibration is biblical whether it is within the christian teaching and so on and so forth now, I want to challenge you and say this one thing. There's a lot of things we call Christian teaching just because they're in the Bible. But your children go to school and they learn physics. And I don't think we have seen MC squared in the Bible. We have not seen biological science in the Bible. We have not seen uh, algebra in the Bible, multiplication and division. That's why they're called universal laws, my friends, my brothers and my sisters. This is not, doc these are laws, these are principles. They work for you whether you know it or not. It's just like Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is a principle, all right? He's not for Christians. Jesus does not belong to Christians, okay? And if you think by you defending what he has created in one way or what someone else told you in one way, that's religion, but it's okay. You can choose to be religious, that's fine. But this show and the information that I share is to help you, whether you're a Christian or not, whether you believe or not. That is secondary because faith comes by hearing. I have a mission to deliver information 
to as many souls as possible. They choose whether they believe or not. You see, at the end of the day, it is a choice you make. So, having said so, I came across information. People have gone on to research, you know, and challenge other preachers and teachers against, oh, this material is not, okay, it's not Christian. But let me ask you this one question. If I present to you enough biblical uh, proof that highlight or identify the principles, will you go on and study? Or will you want to hear it for someone else so you can defend yourself? Anyway, let's get into the material. You can hear I'm already excited. Um, so, using the law of attraction is a four simple step process. Now, you'll hear other people say it's a three step process. Either way, it just works, okay? You don't have to know the process for you to know that it functions just like your car. You may not understand the mechanics of the car, but you know all you need to do is inject the key and boom, you, off you go. However, if you really want to get into the mastery of vehicles and taking care of your car, it does make sense to read the, uh, the owner's manual. So, these are the four principles then. I'm going to highlight them and then uh, over the course of the next few minutes, we are going to take each part and probably try and dig into detail. And I will actually be giving you quite a number of scriptures, biblical scriptures. And the reason I do that is so that you can actually go and take your own time and study each principle by yourself. Now, this material will also be available on my Podbean podcast um, in a blog form. So you could always refer back to it there. So uh, the first principle is seeking. Okay, what does the word seek mean? It's try to get or find especially something that is not of a physical nature. That is according to the Cambridge Dictionary. To try and get or find something, especially something that is not physical in nature. Okay, that is what seeking means. Um, there's a few other synonyms for the word seeking. As you can, I, I, love, I love teaching because I love to know. I love knowledge. Uh, the, the Bible says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now, uh, another other synonyms are investigate, search, aspire, look around for, fish for, ransack for, ask, strive for, root out, probe, look for. In other words, it is a desire. This word seek is a desire. Okay, it's desire driven. So, what is your heart's desire? Our heart's desire causes us to seek after. Okay. Now, when we don't think we can get, we start lasting after, right? Last has a physical nature because of lack of faith or unbelief. Anyway, so seek, ask. Okay, so your seeking has a deep desire within you. What about asking? To put a question to someone or to request an answer for from someone. Synonyms, inquire, interrogate, query, uh, and question. So seeking has a deep desire. Asking... Um, is, is then the manifestation of the seeking because I have a desire within me then I go, uh, I go looking, I go seeking and then I ask now I, when I'm asking I'm introducing a third party okay, seeking don't, don't necessarily mean there's a person there but asking um, has that element of I, I need help okay, so the third process is believe so we are seeking, as we are seeking the information, we are seeking, we are asking, we are looking for ways, we are asking other people to collaborate, to help us out. Now that leads into believing. Accept that something is true, especially without proof. That's the Oxford Dictionary. To accept something as true, genuine or real, or real to have a firm conviction as to the goodness, efficacy or ability of something 
according that is according to uh, Merriam-Webster dictionary. To have faith, to be confident. This is an, uh, a few other synonyms. To be confident, uh, to th- uh, think, be conceive, uh, be convinced, accept, conclude, affirm, to be certain, to feel sure, to conceive, or uh, postulate. Okay, so to believe, it's a, it's a deep down conviction based on seeking and asking. Okay, and then finally, the fourth step process where most of us get stuck is receiving. To get or, gi- or, 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 or to be given something, acquire, collect, inherit, obtain, accommodate, greet with open arms, intersuspension, uh, uh, secure, and to take possession of the four-step process to activating the law of attraction. Oh, it works based on these four principles. Seek, ask, believe, receive. That is very simple, isn't it? When we come back, I'm going to take seek and we're going to go try and go a little bit deeper so you can gain a deeper understanding. Now, remember, faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word. Well, shouldn't everyone know? No. This information has to be taught. Okay? How will they believe lest a preacher has been sent to them. I bring you good news. You can reach your goals, your wildest dreams. Let me tell you something. The kingdom of God cannot be, cannot fit in the Bible. The Bible is only an introduction into the word, into Christ himself. But he said, come willing and desiring. It is the Father's desire to give you the kingdom. But you need to seek. So, Actually, that brings me to the first point. We said the law of attraction functions or uh, runs around the, the, the four principles. And number one is seek. Matthew chapter 6, verses 33. Jesus says, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness. His kingdom and his righteousness. His righteousness meaning his way of doing and being right. The attitude and character of God. The way and uh, of doing and being right. That is obedience. This is by law. Okay, His righteousness. And all these things will be given to you also. All these things. What things? The things that you desire. If you go back and read Matthew chapter, th- chapter 6 backwards. Okay, well, From the beginning. You will see that Jesus was addressing certain specific desires and needs of human beings. Okay? But he then tells them the most important principle here is seek first the kingdom. Seek the kingdom of God and its and his righteousness. So seek the kingdom. In order for you to understand the kingdom, you need to know the king. And then he will teach you his laws, his ways, his righteousness, the way he does things. And then all of a sudden, if you know how God does things, all of a sudden you'll have everything else you want. Because he's God and he's taught you how to do it. Anyway, seeking. So what is seeking then? Seeking is a continuous effort to get through the natural means to God himself. Seeking. You're trying to identify it. So all study really, if you think about it, all study, physics, science, whatever, all study really is trying to push man back to center, back to God. Because when we go back to God and find out who he is and how he operates, then all we want to do is to do, be more like him and to do the things that he does. Okay, to constantly set our minds towards God in all our experiences, to direct our mind and hearts towards Him through means of His revelation. Now, this is not my material. This is material that is available out there. You just need to, you know, use the dictionary a few 
bits and pieces and you'll be able to stream this information out but the most important is this how is this helping you reach your goal what do you want are you seeking after what you desire let us look at um, uh, what are you looking for what are you looking for what's the mindset behind how you're looking let's look at Amos chapter 5 verses 14 he says seek long for require seek good and not evil there we have a condition there seek good and not evil which means then you can be seeking evil okay that you may live seek good that you may live then we know that life is associated or um, or aligned with good okay and so may the lord god of hosts be with you and so may the lord god of hosts be with you just as he has said which means god has said if you're seeking good he will be with you so what are you seeking is what you're seeking of good nature is he going to bring glory to God when you get it, when you find it? Now, next question. So we said, what are you looking for? Are you seeking good or evil? Now, you have the power to choose. Keep this in mind. You have the power to choose. How do you seek? How do you seek? Jeremiah 29 verses 13. He says, then, this is from the Amplified Version. Then, with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me or inquire of me as a vital necessity and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart how are you seeking are you seeking partially part-time or are you seeking with all your heart are you seeking after god are you seeking up after your goal your dream your vision with all your heart are you giving it your best or are you reserving a space for failure how about matthew what did jesus say matthew chapter 7 Verses 7 to 8, he says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. Verse 8, For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. If you keep at it, okay, now we're still talking about goal setting and goal achieving here. So that's the first space, seeking. Seeking has finding. Okay, so what are you seeking for? Can you see yourself getting into the possession of it? Can you see your goal coming to you as you're going towards it? Is your goal worthy? Is your goal seeking good? Is it going to reveal to you the capacity, the power, the nature of God in you that whatever you send your mind to, you can receive it? When you're seeking, you are applying, you are applying, you are applying yourself, you are applying effort. So there's a trade, there's a trade right there. Okay, so let's go for asking because seeking is voluntary. Seeking is something you are doing. Asking then, you are invoking someone else's, uh, for someone else's help. So what's the definition then? To put a question to someone or to request an answer from someone. So you can see now seeking is, is, is from, uh, from your side. You are seeking. I am seeking after. Asking them, I am inviting someone else to come and help me. Okay, uh, synonyms are inquire, interrogate, or query or question. So are you wishing or asking? Because there's a difference there. Are you wishing for your goal or are you asking after what you want? Observe how a child asks. They have a sense of certainty that they will receive. If you have children, I mean, if you've been around children, well, one time you're a child, 
okay um you will see that when whenever a child is asking for something they're not necessarily wishing i mean the children are very clear between wishes and 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 requests and when they are asking for something so what happens to us when we become adults and we start you know as if we don't trust we don't trust god okay because you see your parents are a model of god parents in fact according to scripture parents are the first representation of who god is supposed to be like protectors provi- uh, providers uh, trustworthiness and so on so there's a huge load of ex- uh, of expectation from a god side uh, for for us as parents so what are you asking okay what are you asking for if you um, or rather who are you asking if you doubt the existence of god can you really ask him of anything if you don't think or believe he loves and cares for you can you really receive anything from him now you know people say oh i will ask the universe the universe is a created thing okay it's not a creator there's a creator of the universe the universe just didn't come from nothing there's someone there's a mind there's a consciousness that that, that, that pervades through uh the, the, through the universe and that's why we're looking at universal laws. If they are laws and principles, there must be a universal lawgiver. Come on. Okay, so let's get into scripture and let's see what the Bible says. Isaiah chapter 65, verses 24. Before they will call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. You see, God knows the desires of your heart. Now, remember one thing. God's desire, we looked at Amos earlier. He said, seek after good. Okay, seek after good. So you can clearly see the mind of God. The advice of God is seek after me because I am good. Okay, he's declaring his goodness, his mercies, his kindness lasts forever. But he also lets you or makes you aware. He doesn't want to force you to do that. And if you're not careful, you might be seeking evil. So how do you seek? Examine why. What is the motive behind what you are seeking? Let's look at James chapter 4 verses 2 to 3. Now James is in the New Testament for those of us who uh, don't necessarily know the Bible. James was the brother of Jesus Christ. This is a, a man who grew, okay? James was the uh, technically was the firstborn uh, of Joseph and Mary. Jesus was the firstborn of Mary. Okay. So he said, "You are jealous and covet." This is from the amplified Bible. What others have, you are jealous and covet what others have. You and your desire uh, go unfulfilled. You covet, you are jealous, and your desires go unfulfilled. So you become murderous. Okay? <laughs> this is very interesting. Uh, murderous. To hate uh, is to murder as far as your heart is concerned. You burn with envy and anger and are not able to obtain the gratification, the contentment, and the, uh, and the happiness that you seek. So you fight and war. You do not have because you ask not. Okay, you do not have because you ask not. Or you do ask God for them and yet fail to receive, listen to this, because you ask with wrong purpose and evil selfish motives. Your intention when you get what you desire is to spend it in sensual pleasure. All right. So we are asking the whole creator of the universe, but when we get what we are desiring, it is for us to satisfy or to play with our flesh. 
okay it is maybe to demean others to show off to to kind of tell others we are better than them now that is what james said that is what converts you into a murderer into covetousness into jealousy so we should be very careful into why we are asking what we are asking for now if we ask right then it's god's desire to give you the kingdom peace this this is so powerful i mean i could spend hours talking about this but we don't have so much time so then let's then inquire go back to james chapter 4 verses 2 and 3 and just read carefully and then use his measure against your goal what goal are you going after what is your heart's desire so that you can acquire uh, a lot of money so you can have women to sleep around with now that is what is he is calling sensual desire now that is seeking after the things of the world that is what jesus said you are just like your father the devil because you ask so that you can squander what has been given to you rather than using it to glorify god you're using to uh, to to demean human beings anyway so how do you ask what you ask for what is your motive what is your what is your deepest desire sick we have said it is the application of yourself towards looking for ask is the invitation for an answer from a third party okay so you have two people already you have yourself and you have the other person and then we're going to look at believe okay believe to have a firm conviction as to the goodness efficacy or the ability of something to have a firm conviction of the goodness the efficacy or the ability of something okay so that is believing so having that deep conviction of the ability uh, of something. So let me ask you this. Do you believe you are able to achieve your goal? Do you believe that it's possible for you uh one way or the other to reach as to the top of your mountain, to build that business, to have that family, to provide for yourself and your to get healed, to jump out of your seat um even though you're crippled and actually start walking? Do you believe? Do you have a deep conviction? If not, then what do you believe? Okay so I I'm going to highlight two things what do you believe we're going to examine that and then how do you believe right so what do you believe look at mark chapter 9 verses 23 jesus said to him you say to me if you can so the person is coming to jesus asking whether he could heal his child and because the man came asking as though jesus was the one to make a decision right so he uh, he came and asked could you you know if you are willing would you heal my child and Jesus said you say to me if i can okay as though questioning the place where he was you know his sense of belief and then he says all things are possible for one who believes and trusts in me this is from the amplified version okay so you can see then the man had a sense of hmm, i'm not so sure he was doubting in his heart nevertheless he had the courage to ask okay but jesus qualified his position jesus qualified his state of belief so how do you believe what do you believe yourself do you are you like iffy if you're iffy then you know the answer will also be iffy it may come it may not come okay you're 50-50 so how do you believe psalms 148 verses 18 the amplified version says the lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth without guile in truth in the unification is the in the deep conviction and faith that it is possible that which you're believing is possible 
So then you are approaching God not as the one who um, will look at you and think, hmm, you don't deserve it. No, you're looking at God from a place where you already know you, you deserve. And if you don't deserve, you're working, you're seeking, okay? Seeking has finding. If you seek of the why you, 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 you deserve, then God can, will eventually deliver what you desire. All right? Mark chapter 11, verses 23. I assure you, and most solemnly said to you, this is Jesus speaking very powerful words here, the statement, I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, this is like I swear, okay, whosoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his hurt, in God's ultimate power, but believes that what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him. In accordance to God's will. Okay? Now we realize earlier on, God's will is that which is good. Okay? God's will is for us to seek after good. Now, therefore, if that which you are demanding and declaring without without any uh, without any doubt, it is good, it will bring good out of it, it will bring glory to God, then without doubt, if you declare it, it has to come to pass. Now you may it, there may be seem to be that what is called the delay process that is between that is called the gestation period, but if you declare it without doubt in your heart, it will come to pass. Now we, remember we are examining how do you believe? Fifty-fifty, iffy. Are you iffy or are you do you have a deep conviction? First Thessalonians chapter five verses eighteen. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Whatever you're asking for. Can you give God thanks for it? Because that, again, that is the the will of God according to uh, to uh, uh, the will of God in Christ Jesus for for us. Okay, God's desire for you is for you to be grateful, is for you to seek that which is good, and therefore, if you're declaring, if you have a deep conviction that that which you're seeking, that which you're desiring to become, if you're desiring for a business that will provide good for you and your family, then God's will is with you. God is with you. Then follow through, scale that mountain fearlessly. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. Again, remember James Allen said, your circumstances may, may be uncongenial. You may not have the comfort. You may not have the money. You may not have the physical necessity of the things that you need. You may not have even the health. But because you believe and that which comes out of it will be good, then God is already on your side. How wonderful is that? So how do you believe? What do you believe? In whom do you believe? Because we've seen asking has a third person entering your space of consciousness. Seeking takes you to reach out. Asking is another, you are inviting another person. You're inviting another person into your conscious awareness. Who are you asking to come into your conscious awareness? Who are you asking for? Who are you asking from? Right? Then believing. How are you believing? Are you, do you have doubt? What are you believing? Are you believing in that which will bring good or glory to God? We've looked at seeking, where we said you are applying yourself, asking, you are ask, you're requesting some of, of someone else's input. Uh, we're talking about believing. We question how do you believe, what do you believe, whom do you believe, and, and then we are going to say about receiving, because this is where most people get stuck, not being able to receive so how do you receive what is receiving anyway to get or uh, to be given something to acquire to collect inherit or obtain how do you receive 
Okay. Uh, I want to call your attention to, uh, to, to um, uh, a story or testimony uh, where over, over 10 lepers, there were 10 lepers who came to Jesus and he healed them. And on their way, as, as they have followed the instructions to go and show themselves to the priests, uh, on their way, they realized they, got, uh, they were healed. So one of them came back to thank Jesus. And Jesus said, were not there 10 of them? How is it possible that is only one who has returned, who was a Samaritan, which means the other ones were not Samaritans. They must have been Jews. Why is it that it's only the foreigner who has come back to say thank you? And then Jesus added on top of his healing, he added wholeness. And he said, your faith has made thee whole. Then we see then there, there is uh, the, the application of when, you, when you're going after what you believe, you receive it. When you come back to the giver and you say thank you, it is made whole. So how do you receive? Okay, One, the key there is gratefulness, gratitude, coming back to say thank you. Psalms th- uh, chapter 37 verses 4. Delight yourself in the Lord. Okay, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. You see, delight yourself in the Lord. Be grateful in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So gratitude uh, precedes the receiving. Okay, because when we believe we have a deep conviction, then when we are when we are grateful, it is accelerates itself to us. Isaiah fifty nine verses two. But your uh, you your iniquities, wickedness have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden His face from you, so that He does not hear you. We are seeing there a hindrance between asking and receiving, believing and receiving. If we are asking in evil, if we are asking so that we can consume the stuff in our own sensual desires, there is a gap in between and therefore we fall into the trap of covetousness. Maybe whatever we receive, we eventually have to lose it because it's not coming from the source. It's coming, uh, it, it's, a copy, it's a photocopy. Okay, it's a, it's a copy of that which is good. And that's where you see that most people eventually trade their souls they sell their souls uh to dark altars to satanic stuff uh, to things that are done in darkness because they you know they are asking amiss they are asking amiss as james told us philippians verses 4 chapter 4 verses 6 do not be anxious or worried about anything but in everything every circumstance and situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving by prayer and petition with thanksgiving continue to make your specific requests known unto god so seek ask believe with thanksgiving receive okay gratefully receive psalms verses 100 uh, uh sorry chapter one uh, the hundred thumb verses four to five enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise Give thanks to God, uh, give thanks to Him, bless His name, for the Lord is good, His steadfast love endures forever, and His faithfulness to all generations. Okay, again, we are seeing here how do you receive with a grateful heart. James chapter 1, verse 17, the final scripture here Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. If the gift is not good, if the gift is not perfect, it is not from above. Maybe it's from men or it is from, well, the evil one. Because, yes, he does give stuff, by the way. 
uh, for those of us who don't know. Um, it comes down from the Father of Lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. God does not change. He is steadfast. What he gives to you belongs to you. It's up to you whether you're going to be able to keep it or hold on to it or multiply it or give it away. But it's yours. But the enemy comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. Seek after good. Okay, seek after good. How are you seeking? Ask. Who are you asking? Ask in faith. How are you asking? Ask in believing, in, con- in a deep conviction. Believe. Believe that you have it and that which you believe. Whenever you ask, you shall receive it. And then receive. How do you receive? With gratitude. So in summary then, we can say, first is you seek. Seeking has finding. Then you ask. And every, every question has an answer. And then you believe. You have that deep conviction that what you have requested is coming, is on its way to you. And you receive how? By thanksgiving. I want to say thank you so much. And I hope this message today has helped you clarify or at least increase your conscious awareness of what's possible for you. Your goal is on its way. Let's scale that mountain together. And when we reach the top, make sure to glorify God with gratefulness. I'm going to leave you with this. Finally, brethren, this is Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, Whatsoever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think think about such things. And as you think of them, they are on their way to you. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Next week, we are going to look at another law. Stay tuned. Stay focused. Stay grateful. God bless you and have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for checking out my channel. I urge you to subscribe and also click the notification button to be informed when I upload new content. All the best and please remember to share, like it and comment. Thank you.